Hello, all you beautiful people. I'm Amber Enerson. And I'm Kelsey Enerson. And this is our podcast, You Are the Alchemist. Kelsey's back with us this week. She was feeling good enough to record. Hey, y'all. <laughs> so. I am under the influence, just so everyone's aware. <laughs> well, that should make it even more interesting and entertaining <laughs> then. Um, this week, we're going to cover a little bit about intention, perception, and acceptance. Um, and we're going to start the episode with a fateful story about a chipmunk who was gone way too soon. <laughs> um, yesterday, when I was driving, I was going to Barnes & Noble, and I was going to go on a hike after that. And there was this little chipmunk that I saw, like, dash into the middle of the road, into the middle of my lane. And I, like, adjusted. I had seen it in enough time to be able to, like, move my wheels so that it would go right over him. I slowed down. And at the last minute, this chipmunk decided that he was going to run the opposite direction. And my tire got him. And I had a little bit of a breakdown. And I was very, very sad. You're a chipmunk murderer. I know. I just, I tried my best. My intention was not to hurt him. It was actually to, like be able to get out of the way of him because, you know, it's his area. They live in the wild, so, you know, it's kind of my fault for being in the way. So I adjusted so that I didn't hit him, but this chipmunk perceived that he was in danger, even though if he had just stayed still, he would have been fine, and I wouldn't have had a breakdown, and everything would have been great. And then eventually I got to the point where I had to accept that I killed the chipmunk, and... I couldn't stay broken down and upset because if I did, then I might hit something else because I was crying and I couldn't really see the road. You know, this actually reminds me of that time I hit the cat. Oh. Uh, I was coming home and uh, were you with us? No, I don't think I was with you, but I think I heard the story after. Oh, oh my God. Um, so, like, if, if you guys don't know, I love cats. Cats are like. All animals, but yeah. definitely well, cats. Well, yeah, yeah. But I have a, yeah, I definitely like cats. Um, so when I was younger, I was like, I think I was 17 and, uh, you know, someone had pissed me off and back, back in those days I drived, drove, maybe still drive. (laughs) I drove a little recklessly whenever I would get upset. Yep. You still do that. Yeah. Maybe sometimes. (laughs) Um, my wife can attest to that, but I was going down a back road and I was going way faster than I should have. And uh, there was an, there's this adoption agency on the back, like a, the, a pet adoption agency. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say an adop- adoption agency no. on the back roads. I don't know how, mm. you know, secure that would be. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was a pet adoption agency. And there was always cats that people would dump and they would be hanging around that area. Well, <clears throat> it was night and I couldn't see very well. And this cat decides to uh, dash out in front of my car oh no and while it was definitely not my intention to hit the cat the cat probably perceived it that way after I hit it oh and yeah I actually yeah I had a breakdown too uh for hours and then eventually <laughs> I just accepted it uh but it still sucked yeah. I'm sorry okay. that's hard it's difficult I'm over it I mean I'm okay at least you didn't get kidnapped by children of the corn because it wasn't I mean, an actual adoption agency. Yeah. I, that might have been a better story, though. 
I mean, they they were pretty brutal, so I don't know if that would have been a better end result for you. All right, moving on. Anyways, to connect to mental health and relationships and the way that we interact with people um, after our entertaining stories, um, I think it's safe to say that most of the time we cannot guess what another person's intentions are. And often our perceptions will reflect either our view of that person or how the situation made us feel as we were going through it. So even sometimes when their intention is good or when their intentions are bad, we may perceive it as the opposite. And then we have to accept whatever the consequences of that are. And a lot of times... So something to keep in mind is that every single person you meet is going to have a different view of you in their minds. Nobody is going to see you the way that you see yourself, and no two people are going to see you the same way. So based on a person's perception of you and your character and how you made them feel in that moment, your intentions could be skewed, or often we can expect bad intentions when the intentions are actually good and positive, and a lot of arguments and you know, different relationship issues, or even falling out with friends, family, teachers, whatever it may be, a lot of the time, if we knew what the intention was, or we trusted what the intention was, and we perceived it the same way the person intended it, then we wouldn't have to accept so much. But that's just not how the human mind works. We just don't, we can't gauge somebody else's intentions perfectly. Yeah, we were actually talking about doing this episode and my wife was there and she and I was like I don't know if I have like a any great examples of that and I guess I have many after (laughs) the talk (laughs) but um, But most people do most people do but so my wife was like yeah like even with last year and I was like what do you like when last year because last year was pretty pretty crazy for me so I you have to narrow it down (laughs) um and she was like, well, you didn't mean to be a bitch, but <laughs> that's how I perceived it. And now we both had to accept what each other's perception and intentions were. Because, I mean, I haven't told the full story yet, I don't think. No. But last year was really messed up for me. Um, I don't want to get too deep into it because it will take forever, but... I was in a really bad spot last year, and my doctor kept giving me all these medicines to try, and uh, they were really fucking with my head, I guess yeah. would be the simplest way to say it. Um, well, and it, he was switching it every yeah. couple of weeks. I had, I had multiple medication switches in, in a very small time frame, so my brain wasn't able to uh, pretty much adapt to all the chemical changes that was going on um, in my brain. So it turned me into a bit of a monster last year, and uh, it was never my intention to be destroying the people around me and destroying my marriage and destroying my relationship with people, and it wasn't my intention to destroy myself either, but, Mm -hmm. like, that's what was happening. And coming from Brooke's side of it, my wife the only thing that she could do was perceive my actions as 
true or, or like well, how you felt about her like reflections of how you felt yeah, about her like, or your marriage yeah because or... I just had such an anger problem and I was just like I was not stable for a lack of a better very checked out yeah um so it wasn't my I didn't set out to hurt my wife and I didn't set out to be cruel in the areas that I was and not even just her but like the people around me too um but basically everyone perceived it that way because they didn't realize what I was going through and I wasn't able to get a handle on myself so you have to remember to like perceive things obviously perceive them in the way that you're going to but you also have to think about what the intentions are right and try to pinpoint the intentions like the easiest that way I can explain this is like have you everyone's always everyone has been in a text fight mm-hmm. everybody yes yep and there's absolutely no tone you can't read the people's faces you have no idea what's going on yep so if someone sends a mens- a message and their intention was not at all to be violent or or negative but you can't read their tone so you don't know their intention and you perceive it as something the opposite of what they're saying right and then you either have the ability to accept that that's what happened or you can choose to not accept it and live with the resentment and it'll just destroy relationships right so (laughs) well and it also comes to the point of you know, being willing to give grace. Like, you can, if it's someone that you love and it's someone that you care about, then it's worth it to take the time to say, hey, this is how I perceived what happened. I understand that my perception may not be the truth, but this is how I perceived it. This is how I felt. What can we do maybe next time to prevent it? Or do you want to explain what your thought process was? Or, you know, and I wouldn't really say that, like, when people have ill intentions and you don't think they had ill intentions, that's a completely different type of thing. You do still have to accept what happened, though. Right. Yeah. Well, and you also have to accept the person, too, and accept that they didn't, like, if you and Brooke had not had that level of acceptance, if you guys did not give each other grace, if you did not extend each other forgiveness, then you guys would not be together right now. Well, no, I mean, it, it It wasn't like a a snap of the fingers, like me and my wife actually separated for six months, like trying to work through everything. Yep. And we both had to go to therapy by ourselves. We both had to do a lot of internal work. I was still getting adjusted to my new medication. I was still adjusting to the changes that had happened in my life. So it, it it's not something that you can just like snap your fingers, but... Like, once you get to that level of acceptance from each other, like, and then you actually start to understand where the other one's coming from. Mm -hmm. And I saw things looking back that I never realized at the time I was doing. So then your perception actually shifted throughout the course of whatever was going on. Your perception of yourself, your perception of your actions, and your perception of how she took it. Right. And, like, like that can happen with, like, fights, like... I'll be, you know, I'll be thinking about a conversation I had and I took something some way and then like later on that day I'll be like, oh wait, I think I misunderstood that or misperceived that. Like, Mm -hmm. 
And that's just a, a, a constant thing that we have to do. Yeah, that is the joy of hu- hu- humanness, <laughs> of the human adventure. But when it does come to, like, ill-intentioned people, you don't have to accept that person. You don't have to accept that energy, and you don't have to accept those actions into your life. But you do have to accept that your perception was wrong and something maybe harmful or painful happened as a result because you trusted someone that didn't really have the best of intentions for you, which also happens quite often. Yeah, that happened to me. (laughs) Yeah. So, but, and the acceptance is not of that person or of what they did or of their behavior or any of that, but it is the acceptance of, okay, this happened. There's nothing that I can do about it because you can't take back the past. But what am I going to do in the future that can prevent that from happening later? And a lot of times our misperceptions of people with ill intention is from a result of wounding. Like it comes from you wanted to be accepted and you wanted to be loved and you wanted to be supported and you wanted to feel like you could be yourself. So you trusted people that didn't have good intentions for you because they made you feel those things. Yeah. And in the future, after you accepted what all had happened, then you had to take the steps that you needed to do to build your own self-confidence, to love yourself, to give yourself the grace to understand that my what I needed or what I desired from them was not really, um, what's the word? Like, it clouded your judgment almost. Yeah. Like, if you hadn't, and same with me. I have that happen all the time. I tend to trust people until they give me a reason not to trust them. And then it often has led to, you know, problems in relationships. It's ended up with me allowing people into my life that didn't have good intentions, but they made me feel something that I needed to feel. Oh, and then I had to accept that, well, what kind of work do I need to do on myself so that I don't allow this same type of person into my life in the future? Or what kind of work do I need to do internally so that I don't allow people to take advantage of me? And it happens a lot with overgiving, too. Like, people who are overgivers or who are people pleasers will often overgive to someone because that's how they feel they get affection. That's how they feel that they need to get love. So they'll overgive and overgive and overgive. And when you're in those kinds of situations, you're only going to run into people who take. It's very rare for someone who overgives to run into someone who's going to be able to give them just as much back to themselves. And when they do run into that, they don't even notice that that person, like they still will try and overgive to that person, even though that person's not expecting it. Yeah. Um. Like you were saying earlier about the ill-intentioned people, I mean, that's something that I went through, uh, like, when I was young, I was 14 at the time, and I just wanted to be accepted by someone because I was battling with my uh, sexual identity and blah, 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 so, I mean, someone with ill intent saw that I was vulnerable and I needed guidance and I needed someone and I needed love and uh you know they preyed upon me as a sexual predator and um I didn't realize it at the time obviously but um I thought their intentions were 
pure and love and acceptance because that's what I was seeking for. Yeah, that's what I wanted. But behind it, it was very ill-intentioned. It was very manipulative. It was very abusive. And that was their intention. And it took me a very long time, and I still struggle with it, I'm not going to lie, but to accept my choices. I, you know, I used to beat myself up and be like, how could I be so weak? How could I be so stupid? How could I fall for that? And whenever... I start talking about that in therapy. My therapy therapist always says, if a girl came up to you right now and explained the same situation that you lived through, would you tell her that she's weak? Would you tell her that she's stupid? Would you tell her that, you know, so yeah. on and so forth? And it really did put it in perspective for me because at the time, I didn't know what was happening. Like, I didn't right. understand it. Um. And if so, you would have had someone like you yeah. back then that could help you through it, yeah, that so, yeah. situation may not have happened. So I've had to accept that it wasn't my fault. It wasn't anything I did wrong. It was just an evil person trying to prey on someone, and I was seeking refuge. Yep. And that's often in most cases, even with, like, narcissistic partners. A narcissistic partner will find someone who constantly feels like they have to prove their worth, yeah. who constantly feels like they have to keep the other person around. because And that's not narcissistic, ten, or narcissism is a personality disorder. Every single person has narcissistic tendencies because we have to for self-preservation, but there is a level where it becomes a disorder. And a narcissism personality disorder, in those cases... It, they're almost always looking for a victim. And as soon as somebody wakes up or builds that confidence or realizes that they're worth more than what they're trying to prove to their narcissistic partner, then that is when the narcissistic partner will then search for another victim. And that's what happened with you. Yep. Multiple times. I'm sure it happened multiple times over. I just didn't notice it. Yeah. But... The basis of most of this is that almost everything is going to be based on intention, perception, and then acceptance. Mm -hmm. And your perception of somebody else's intentions is always going to define your actions. And that's okay. Like, that's understandable. That's human. Yeah. But sometimes we have to have the capacity to be open-minded about how our perception may not be accurate. Or how that person's intentions may be based on their own perception of themselves. Almost every single decision that's made is going to have some level of intention, perception, and acceptance of it. And the acceptance comes either you accept that you and this person are going to have work to do, or you accept that this that you and this person are going to have to part ways. Or you accept that this person's intentions were good, your perception was skewed, so you're actually the one that has to switch your perspective. Or this this person's intentions were ill, you perceive them as good, so what work do you need to do to prevent that from happening in the future? And then accept the responsibility for that work. Mm -hmm. Because there is nothing that we can do outside of ourselves. The only thing we have control of is the work we're willing to do for ourselves and how we're willing to change the future. 
you know, you can't control what someone else is going to do because there are evil people in the world and there are very, very good-hearted people in the world. And if you always think of evil intentions, you're not going to see the good-hearted people. And if you always think that everyone is good-hearted, you're not going to see that there are some people with ill intention. So it really is about a constant self-awareness, I guess. And questions. Yeah. Ask questions. Yeah. I could have solved so many of my arguments with my wife if (laughs) both of us would have asked questions instead of just assuming that one person was saying something that they absolutely weren't and it's taken the wrong way and then it explodes and then your next thing you know you're fighting about something that happened eight months ago you know so <laughs> ask <laughs> questions but also be willing to remain objective when you ask those questions yeah don't don't ask a question to reply ask yeah. a question to listen to listen Because a lot of times I know if I'm already in, like, a reactive state, even if I ask a question, that perception is still in my mind. Right. So you have to make that decision. To remain objective. To remain objective. And open. And listen. But also listen to your gut. So, like, if you're asking questions and you're like, this isn't adding up, like, you're a dick, you're a bitch. Like, I don't. Yeah. Like, use your. Discretion. Yeah. Discretion and discernment. But. Yeah, it's a, it's a very complicated process. There's a lot that goes into it. But a lot of it is the self-awareness and the curiosity and the willingness to listen and expand and grow and just be open. Because if you're not open, you're not going to see the ill intentions, but you're also not going to see the good intentions either. If you're not open to outside perspectives, your perception is going to be the only one that runs your entire life. And your own perception can be limited if you're not willing to expand it or to remain open to other perceptions. And then the acceptance comes in, you know, choosing. After you get all the information, after you open up your perception, after you open up what to what their intention may have been and how your perception may have affected it, then accept that there's been some damage done here, but we can either work on it and repair that damage, I can work on it and repair that damage within me, or you can just at least accept that it happened. Like, even if you don't decide to repair it, just accept it. That way you're not having, like, the resentment that Kelsey had mentioned earlier or things coming up from eight months ago (laughs) that you didn't even remember. this podcast isn't teaching anything. It's just confusing people. No, it is teaching. (laughs) It is, because it's all about Maybe it's because I'm high. Maybe. I'm confused as fuck right now. <laughs> it's all about your own, how can you be open to other perceptions? How can you understand that you may have misguided or mis- interpreted? misinterpreted someone's intentions, or their intentions may not have been great? But it all takes that level of self-awareness and self-acceptance. Like, I could have bawled my eyes out for hours because I I hit the chipmunk. I can't believe I did that. I'm such a terrible person. Like, I did an awful thing. I'm never going to be forgiven. I'm never going to forgive myself. Like, I could have been stuck in that circle of thought. But I had to accept the fact that it was both my action, 
my intention, the chipmunk's action, and their perception, and the result. And the result is that my car hit it. I can't take that back. I can't change that, but I also can't hate myself. And I guess the chipmunk had to accept. I mean, it's dead. Yeah, but that means that it can just be rebirthed into a better life. Maybe next time it's going to be a hawk. The chipmunk has accepted its fate as it takes its last breath. Yes. The chipmunk probably didn't know that he was not in danger, though. So that's kind of terrifying. The poor thing died scared. Okay. But it's okay because he's going to come back as like a hawk or an eagle (laughs) or something awesome. And Something then, that would have ate him when he was alive? Well, you know, it's the circle of life. Oh, circle God. of life. But at least he'll be able to fly. <laughs> so anyways, just for, if you gather anything from this podcast, just keep in mind that intention, perception, and acceptance of whatever it may be is going to affect almost every decision in your life. So always maintain a level of self-awareness and openness to understand that other people's intentions may be different than how you perceive their intentions. And your intentions are going to be different than how other people perceive your intentions. But the only way to move forward with any of it is to accept what happened, address what happened, and then move on in whatever form that takes. So maintain a level of self-awareness and openness because without those two things, your own stories are going to drive everything that you do and everything that you decide throughout the course of your life. And your own stories may actually be limiting what you're capable of, if that makes sense. Hopefully you enjoyed all of our stories and the rabbit trails that we went down in this podcast. Again, if you guys have any questions, concerns, suggestions. If they didn't learn anything, at least it was entertaining. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. But if you guys do have any questions, anything you want to say, go ahead and send us an email at phoenixinnerhealing2022 at gmail.com. You can also DM us or message us. We're on several social media sites. And yeah, we got to make, like, one for the podcast, though. I don't want... Yeah, that's Kelsey's next task. Kelsey's going to make us a Facebook page for the podcast. She said she would, so... I'll get to it. So there will eventually be a Facebook page for the podcast as well. And then we do hope that you guys have a great rest of your week, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.